Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Dear Don. With Don, a.k.a. Caroline. I suppose it's Caroline, Caroline, a.k.a. a.k.a. Don, actually. But I'm Don here. The the Don. You know, know, um, lovely to have you. Thanks, Emil. We're going to try this again because, Mom, people liked it. I'm glad. They like hearing us. I appreciate that. We don't do it as often. And and honestly, this um, question... Uh, was a very opportune time because after our first, um, you know, Albie Don, right? Uh, we got immediately a question, dear Albie slash dear Don. Wow, it's a hybrid. Look at you. We are yin and yang. That's all right. So we're gonna get right into it. It's a long one. Okay. So do bear with me. All right. Um, but I will go as slow as possible, and I will use my softest voice. That's what we appreciate, the dear Don. Audience, we appreciate a soft voice and a calm presence. Uh, you are the authority on this, okay. so I take that <laughs> quite seriously. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, let us begin. Okay. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I I'm just made good? myself a really good smoothie, and then I'm going to play tennis after this. Wow. So it's okay. You are. Wow. Yeah. That is like, you're just. You're it's the perks of getting old, Al. Mm. You get to do what you want when you want. What was in the smoothie? I put bananas, blueberries, blackberries, we're, strawberries. We're getting off. We're getting off yeah. track here. <laughs> we're getting off track. Let's get into this because the title is: "Is my relationship normal?" <clears throat> I clear my throat there because I have to in, in this setting. Dear Albie, such dear Don. Get ready for a roller coaster story. I have a couple of concerns regarding my fiance. Before I begin, let me tell you some information. It's kind of I I see what you did there. Okay, all right. Let me tell you some information. We've been together for almost 10 years. I started dating in high school, knew each other forever, minus year and a half separation in 2018-2019. Separation was due to his friend telling me that he was thinking about breaking up with me. When I asked him at the time if it was true, he said yes, it was true, but he mentioned it in the fall of 2017. He proposed to me on Christmas of 2017. So we should just forget about it. This is crazy to me because how do you go from thinking about dumping someone to proposing in a matter of months? I didn't hear about this until July of 2018. Once hearing about this information, I started realizing that there were signs all along that he wanted to dump me. Leaving me in bars alone when we would go out with friends, 
constantly hanging out with other girls, not acknowledging my birthdays, Valentine's Day, not coming home until late at night, and pretty much never showing me support or saying I love you or anything. I'm a very chill person and try not to let little things bother me. And at this point, I would just make excuses for him and not get bothered by certain things. After looking back at this, I decided to kick him out. The year, year and a half of our separation was totally insane. We still talked every day. He begged for me back, sent me letters, sent me flowers, all that, which was hard for me to accept because I know he was going on dates November, December of 2018. I know for sure. Talking smack about me to his friends. And one time, drunkenly broke into my apartment and he called me horrible names. January 2019. Very, very specific. It's a timeline. I feel like she must be like, she's got, she's an attorney, she's an accountant, she's very specific in everything. Very regimented, but we've got a long way to go. Please bear with me. Uh, So he drunkenly broke into her apartment and called her horrible names in January 2019. This, I thought, was him wanting me back, but trying to put up a tough guy front to his friends. Is this okay? We have a history together. We have had several years of happiness before. So maybe this was a phase. I don't know. He had never had a girlfriend before me, so maybe this was the issue. We got back together officially in April 2019. At this point, we both lived in different states, so we did long distance. I moved in with him in December 2019. Things are a lot better. However, I'm starting to see some potential red flags again and want to know what you guys think. They're numbered, as you would expect. Sure. Uh, So we'll go one by one. Okay. Uh, Red flag number one. When I got here, no one knew I existed. He is very weird about taking me to his work events and meeting his coworkers. When I finally started meeting people, they were totally shocked to hear he had a girlfriend and that we were once engaged. Number two, he refuses to follow me back on social media, change his relationship status. He doesn't want his friends that aren't close to him to bust his chops for getting back with me. His close friends, two or three guys, know that we're back together, supposedly. Number three, he is a dentist and I am a dental hygienist. However, he refuses to work with me in the same office. He says we see each other every day already, so what's the big deal? Number four, he went on a conference to Las Vegas with his clinic, and I had the weekend off, and he didn't ask me to come. I honestly was not bothered about this until my mother started pointing out that he should have asked me to go. My dad always insists my mom to go to conferences with him. Plus, we're in the same field. I could have easily gone for CE credits. He never called me once the whole time while he was there. We only texted. Five. Last one. Mm -hmm. One time we were out together, I brought the fact that his clinic wants to hire me on as a hygienist. Currently, don't have a job yet. I'm working on a fill basis, so I need a job, and I did not pursue this position. It was offered to me. He yelled, fuck you, in a public place, and then the next sentence literally said, I'm sorry, are you mad at me? I left the bar, but didn't know how to get home. Just moved here, not good with directions, so I had to bitch him out on the sidewalk. He said sorry, and I made him cry, so I decided to forgive him and drop it. He eventually said that me working at his clinic is fine. To be clear, I am seeing changes in him. He is nice to me a lot and helps me out more than ever. He often brings up the past and says, wow, I can't believe how stupid I was. Is this weird or not a big deal? My relaxed personality usually throws off my judgment sometimes. That's what we have. Okay. A lot to unpack here. Mm. A lot to unpack. Mm. I see you really just taking it all in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that is a long email. Longer than usual. Right. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I hope me reading it gave you a chance to digest. Would you like to go by number? How would you like to? Well, the, you know, it's funny thoughts. that you said that. That would you like to go by number? Because when you have enough about a person in a negative way to write bullet points, is what you did. She's got bullet points there, right? 
there's a there's a problem there. All right, he's showing to me every sign that uh, uh, Neely could exist that he doesn't want to acknowledge her as his partner, nor does he want anybody to know about her, which is a a, a big sign of disrespect in my brain. Um, he should be. Um, <coughs> Especially now, championing her in their relationship, and especially if he if are they engaged again? Uh, it doesn't. No, it doesn't appear so. They were okay. engaged once before, right? In twenty seventeen. If you go on the timeline backwards, mm. I could I can get this like uh, out for you if you would like, maybe like a diorama of sorts. We, we could do a a a, a flowchart. Yes, mm. um, but I I feel like this when she said they've been together for ten years. Yes, but they've been together for ten very young years of their life, high school. She's currently 27, 28, I'm guessing, right? So he and she had a lot of growing up to do during that time frame. So I'm going to give him a pass for that. However, his behavior is simply, to me, black and white, someone that doesn't want to be in this relationship. Well, I'll tell you, um, I have a variety of, of, of emotions on this, Okay. You know, when they talked 10 years, I, I was ha I was struggling trying to figure out when it was. And it seemed pretty young. And I was trying to figure out, like, is this one of those relationships that started super, super young? And um, uh, yeah, it's almost unfair. I'm thinking judge, when you like, said high school, three, four years. I'm assuming senior, 17. Yeah, I, I, I'm wrong. assuming, well, let's, let's start here. Could be freshman he's, year. He's a dentist. Right, okay. okay. So at, <clears throat> you know, a bottom line, he, you know, I would assume is in at his absolute youngest, you know, 27. 27, 28, right? Yeah. Um, so here's what I would say. I don't necessarily, while a lot of these things are totally immature, they are, you know, kind of consistent with how people would, like, emotionally react to certain things when they're in, like, their college years Correct. or just out of college years and Correct. all of that young, other stuff. Young, young, And I think this kind of happens, you know, when you see relationships that start at that age and last that long, where there's this, like, you romanticize, obviously, the high school aspect of things and everything. It's this high school sweetheart stuff, which is great. But I think sometimes you lack the perspective of dating a bunch of people, which is kind of necessary to of appreciate course. other people. Of course. You know? And that could have been part of, listen, do I think he was faithful those 10 years? Who who are we to judge or ask or I don't know. I, I feel like those are very important years for you to go out and have your fun and and date different people. And, and there are a rare few that manage to stay together, you know, through all that and, and have great loving relationships. But I feel like this person um, was unsure of their relationship at best, right, and maybe resented it a little bit at times. Mm. And at the same time, probably didn't want to lose her either. Correct. Because you get very territorial. And if it's the only girlfriend you've ever had, you know, the thought of them with somebody else definitely makes you nuts. Mm -hmm. And you kind of want to have your cake and eat it too a little bit. You know what I mean? And I think that to an extent, I mean, when you say is that okay, um, I don't think it's necessarily a relevant question. You know what I mean? Is it okay? No. I mean, like, you know, yeah, like you, you ideally want every situation you want you to understand be perfect. It. You, you, but you, it's understandable. You, you can understand you know? it. Right. Now, when you're getting things, you know, when it's getting later, and we'll address them point by point, right? Later meaning. Whose idea was it for, to, for her to move with him? 
Um, I'd have to go through this, and it's a, it's obviously quite long. Um, it, it would, I don't, it doesn't say. I would like idea. to know whose idea it was. We got back together officially in April 2019. At this point, we lived in different states, so we did long distance. I moved in 2019 in December. Um, which is fresh. That just happened. Yeah, I mean, and they also got back together in April. So now, you know, go point by point. All right. Now, to me, this is where you can kind of judge, like, um, because they're older. Right. Okay. Number one, when I got here, no one knew I existed. He was very weird about taking me to his work events and meeting his coworkers. When I finally started meeting people, they were shocked to hear he had a girlfriend and that we were once engaged. Problem. Problem. No respect and no uh, no acknowledgement. Well, I think when you're in a relationship and you're excited about it, you tell everybody. Of course, everybody. but I feel like he re- he resents it to a degree, but he wants to have her, like you said, cake and eat it too. But you can't... See, I would love to know who... Whose decision it was to move in, but the fact remains she did move. She did move in, which he was cool with. But then you have to acknowledge her and you have to tell people about it. Think about what position to put in, her in that she gets there and nobody knows she exists and she's not feeling that welcome attitude from him. So what's that about? Now look, they could also when now the the fact that his coworkers and stuff don't know. I'm not as concerned as. They were totally shocked to hear he had a girlfriend that we were once engaged. Like, I guess it really depends on the reason. They were it shocked. It could be if a private be, guy. If it could be like, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. He's so quiet. That's right. one thing. <laughs> yeah. If it's, oh wow, like, you know, he just, we were always social and always talking right. and he never brings we don't it know up. That story. Different kind of a thing. Yeah. So we don't know enough we don't about know that. The story. But yeah, it's there. Um, number two, refuses to follow me back on social media and change his relationship status. That's a major red flag. You know how I feel about social. I think it, I this social media is so crazy to me, but this is how people live and die, it, it seems, through social media. And that's a bigger thing than anything. So in your world, the social media world, the younger kids' world, that is a major red flag. Yes. To me, because I think what that suggests to me is that when the link on social isn't super clear, you're, people use social media as almost dating websites now. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you're not putting yourself out there saying that you're with somebody, the inbound doesn't necessarily Correct. hold off. Right. You know what I mean? So you're opening yourself up for more. Um, more well, it suggests that he's, he's available and, and uh, you know, suggests that he's available and, uh, you know, hit me up kind of thing. That's what that tells me. <clears throat> Three, he's a dentist. I'm a dental hygienist. He refused to work with me in the same office. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that either. Probably better off. True. Um, he went to conference in Las Vegas. I had the weekend off. He didn't ask me to come. I wasn't bothered until my mother started pointing out that he asked me to go. He should have asked me to go. Um, my dad always insists on my mom to go to conferences with him. We're in the same field. I could have easily gone. He never called me. We were um, While he was there, we only text. Um I um, don't have a problem with it, and I do have a problem with it. I have the problem with the not calling. Correct. I don't have a problem with her, him not asking her to go. She could have gone herself. If she's in that field, she could have gone. Yeah. Nobody stopped her, right? So that's, you know what? Maybe he was going with his guy friends from the field, whatever. I don't. My problem was that he did not speak to her directly. It was only via text, um, and that uh, is a red flag to me. <clears throat> One time we're out. Um, this is when her his clinic at, offered her a job, and he yelled "fuck you" in a public place, and then said in the next sentence, "I'm sorry, are you mad at me?" Left the bar, didn't know how to get home, and you know she made him cry on the side. No respect. Problem. Um, however, like you know, she said uh, closes it by saying, 
I'm seeing changes in him. He is nice to me a lot and helps me out more than ever. He often brings up the past and says, wow, I can't believe how stupid I was. But know my biggest problem? Know what is screaming at me? What? That she is accepting this simple thing. Oh, he's being nice to me. You know what? Remember when you were little and like you would come downstairs and say, Mom, I cleaned my room or I made my bed. What would I used to say to you? What do you want a reward? Yeah. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, right? I, I think being nice is kind of like the, the, the bar, but I think that trying to psychoanalyze this, she's writing into us because, you know, when you when you look at it, she's like, you know, things are a lot better. I'm starting to see some potential red flags again. I want to know what you think. If these red flags are, when, when you say red flags, these are things that identify to you. Hey, these are problems and I either want to break up, move on, this, whatever, right? And... For her to be in this spot right now and, like you said, have a list, okay, it's problematic and also kind of – it really depends on what's on the list. You can make a list about anybody. True, true. You know? So my thing with this is if she's struggling with the things that are, in some cases, pretty obvious, right, right, um, then she wants to be in this relationship. At the same time – my read on this situation, here's what I I think she should do, and I feel like this will kind of work, okay? Um, you got to make up your mind on, you know, do you love the guy even with all this stuff happening? Because it's obviously part of how he deals with what I think problems are. And you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. Did she mention that he ever said he loves her and all that? Um, she said that, uh, or he said that, um, I... Just, she said that they had problems. He he didn't say it a lot early, uh-huh. earlier in the relationship. Something good just happened for one of us. <laughs> um, he didn't say it a lot early in the relationship, but uh, Which you know, is fine. she doesn't mention it now. Right. So, like, but go ahead. Yeah, I just find it interesting that she's not. Everything that is in here with the bullet points is all negative things. Some big things. <clears throat> excuse me. Some red flags. Some things. It's like okay, stop it. That you're. you're grasping at straws a little bit all right but she's not saying but on the flip side he tells me he loves me so much every day he's affectionate he's i'm not getting any of that well i'm also getting the vibe um and this is probably not helpful it looks like the ancillary people in everyone's life which is super common are not contributing more to the relationship like the friends either don't know right co-workers don't know or whatever it seems like the parents aren't fans and the parents seem like they don't like him either right. i was going to say that too here's what I would I would honestly do and how I would handle it. Um, this sounds like the type of guy that is definitely cares about you, you know, has feelings for you and all that stuff. There's history there and is all that. Is it a habit or is it caring? I don't think it's about a habit so much. Well, I don't want to say even definitely cares. I'm, I'm making assumptions. But, you know, he's in the relationship enough where he's crying outside and stuff. So there's feelings there, right? Whatever they are, to the extent, whatever. But I'll tell you what bothers me about it. It's that is that the, is this the type of relationship where you've invested a lot of time and you're saying to yourself that like is this guy saying oh well, what if I don't find anybody else thing I think she might be thinking of that you know how well, girls both yeah yeah and you're both in this relationship almost out of fear she doesn't want to break up with him over the things that he's doing that are obviously messed up because you know she's afraid maybe she's making a mistake and maybe he's saying to himself I don't want to break up with her because what if she finds somebody else or you know. Blah, blah, whatever his rationale is. He didn't write the email, so I don't want to, you know. But what I think she's got to do is 
this is the type of situation now in that year and a half. I don't know what he what he did. And well, how first of all, they it. they spoke every day, which was wrong. They shouldn't have spoke. Well, it keeps that that line of communication there. Right, but this is that is, him? Is that is that her or him remaining control, wanting to have, you know, a, a certain degree of control on their lives in their in their world because of fear of losing them? It, what, what? Why did you communicate every day? Hmm. Right. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It's screaming. I don't know that I want to be with you for sure, but I know I don't want you to be with somebody else. You or I'm, mean? or you know, I, I'm afraid of being alone. Girls, when they when they start reaching their mid twenties, girls flip out. They flip out. We've heard it a million times. Am I going to find how many people do we know in our world that have been with someone that's been in a very um, uh, bad situation, bad relationship, and what do they say? But but I'll, I won't find anybody else. So they'd rather be in it and miserable than alone and, and uh, you know, content with their lives. So I feel like to a certain degree there's part of that where they become a habit to each other, where one of them or both of them is worried about being alone. I don't, I am not getting a read from either of them, quite frankly, that there is true... Um, love and passion in this relationship passionate about you know each other uh emotionally passionate about each other physically passionate about each other you know their 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 mental state and their their state as a couple together i'm not getting that read at all well you know it also that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist that could just be under a pile of garbage mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. and you just got to throw the garbage out and what i would suggest doing is this it doesn't sound like when you guys had your quote unquote break that there was actually a break and no you're break. saying oh well i know he was going on dates it sounds like that's the type of thing that he didn't tell you you were finding out right so you were stalking or or, or people were telling you because people love to tell you bad news. So there was no guilt-free experience. There other was no people. true freedom. Yeah, neither had true freedom. And it doesn't help either of you because there's no nothing to compare this relationship to because it right. didn't give anybody the the best thing for for this girl might end up being if she's you know a great girlfriend and all of that stuff. Let him go experience, you know, what else is out there. And as as she should, too, because you know what? There was no room for growth when they were away from each other because they were still very much a part of each other's lives. That's not a breakup. A breakup is when, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to see you every day. All right. You want to talk once a month? We, you know, keep it civil. That's fine. I have I don't have a problem with that. But to have the relationship continue every day, and he was probably thrilled with that because he still had her, you know, at arm's length, whatever, and was able to do what she did. She or he didn't, hated it. Or she didn't say that she would add her on any date. No. So what did she do? And I think it'd be good for her, too. I think what this, is, what this is, is I think you both, both of you, I think what you need to first do is, um, it sounds like this guy's got a guilty conscience, and he's afraid of you figuring out some things. The first thing I would suggest is you figuring out if him doing something while you're on break is is a a make or break type of thing for you, and I would say if we're starting fresh, we're starting fresh. Okay, say flat out, listen, I don't care anything that happened before. Okay, whatever it is, it is, and get, remove the fear of him finding things out, and then right. actually say, hey, listen, do we need some time apart to really figure out in the context of whatever else is out there if we're the right fit for each other? Because I just think this is a guy that feels like. He never had his chance to go out and, you know, be a single guy. Correct. And he's resenting her for it. It's misplaced. It's not fair. He's doing things that are not 
Um, but I, I don't nice. like the way he he has these outbursts at her either. Yeah, and they're only and th- th- this is not something that gets better. No. I don't think because the more time that goes by, the more he's going to hold against you. Right. So give him what he wants. Right. Like this is a hey, let him go out, let him experience whatever that that he thinks he can he can uh, you know do and find all of that stuff. Okay, and you do the same. Right. And you guys might find that hey, we're in a p- position right now where we just need to appreciate each other because with a new game perspective, that's what we need. And now you've got a better relationship. Right. Like, they need to have that, like, soul-clearing talk, like the cuck. Right. Correct. And another thing is um, what I used to tell you guys also when you would, well, mostly, you know, your sister would come in crying when there was a breakup or whenever one of you were upset over a breakup, I used to say, you should never have to beg someone to love you. These are facts. Right. And you said it so softly. I used to say just like that, you should never have to beg someone to love you. Because we all deserve to be loved in this world, truly loved, and the person we, we are with should truly want to be with you, and you should truly want to be with them. Otherwise, it's just, uh, you know, a a merry-go-round of sadness, actually. So I would say to her, you are very young. He is very young. You do not have that life experience with other people, as Albie was saying, which is critical to a relationship. Um because sooner or later you're going to start questioning, gee, what else is out there and what am I missing out? And then you start resenting that person. So I would suggest to her, things aren't good now. You've got these underlying um, fears. Um, he's, you've got these little flags that are popping up. I would say give each other freedom, give each other space, and what's meant to be will happen. That's it. Yeah, and obviously harder to do when, when you've had – it's easier said than done when you've made some of the life changes that you made on that account. But I would just have a, an honest conversation because that will be the easy thing. Oh, man, I've already made these changes. But um, when you have – I would sit down and just say flat out, hey, listen, do you think that there's elements of life that you would want to experience as a single guy because I want the best version of each other? I don't want you or me thinking that we held each other back from things, um, you know – for whatever reason. That's all I got. Yep, I agree. And yeah. uh, this doesn't necessarily mean we're not saying to you that um, everything's over. It's not going to make it. We're saying to you, give each other uh, the gift of finding out who you are, where you're supposed to be, and if you're supposed to be with that person. Because I'm telling you, if you pursue this and you continue to have these issues, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Or at least have the option. Give each other the option and ha- by have the option by having the conversation to see how yes. he reacts. And then, and then don't hold it against him if that's what he wants. Correct. It, you got to lean into it. If this is somebody you care about, you got to care about him whether or not it works for you, whether or not it's convenient and for then, you. And then, you know, she said, oh, he cried. Okay. That doesn't mean too much to me. He's he's emotionally conflicted. Yeah. You said that fuck you, mean, fuck right. you, and I'm sorry in the same in, right. in the same breath. And then he cried. That's that's not sweet. That's not awe. That's what the fuck. Okay, so that's what that tells me. So I'm telling you to have the conversation. Think about, you know, now you're in a situation where you're in another city. Okay, you'll manage that. You'll be fine. So I would say that um, have the conversation, and in order for you to move in with a clear head and a clear heart, you have to really be honest, open with each other, and uh, make some big decisions. There we go. All right. Well, hey. Thanks, guys. Check in. Let us know when 
but it's not how it goes. Thank you, guys. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. You want to give it a shot? Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Give, it, give us uh, some emails. We've got a lot, and we're having fun, and we appreciate you. And hey, you know what? I like having you around, my son. Thank you so much. See you later, guys. I have to go play tennis. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.